Hello. Let me open up my gain. Hello. Hello. Okay. That's Hello. Better. Can you just do this? Hello. Okay. Anytime you start singing, that's when you know you need to stop the intro. Trent speaking whale. <laughs> a little Dory, a little Dory Well, welcome back, everyone. I just spent uh, the last episode talking about how much I wanted to try the moon Oreos. And as a man who is obsessed with the moon and Oreos, I've eaten four of them so far. And let me tell you, (laughs) it does a lot of damage to you. But the marshmallow cream is great. (laughs) Uh, And with that, how are we doing, Zach and Cole? Um, believe it or not, I also just ate two of the Marshmallow Moon Oreos, and I'm feeling like I'm on the moon, so I don't know what what's wrong with your Oreos. Mine are great. Uh, I essentially floated too far out of the moon's gravity, and I am now plummeting back to her. <laughs> wow. I'm like Icarus, I flew too close to the sun. <laughs> uh, I see. <laughs> and admittedly, my boots are pretty solidly here on the ground. I've eaten uh, zero moon Oreos today, um, but you know what? Trent, you may be regretting it, but I think you're better off for it. I am better off for it, Cole. And if that doesn't get us sponsored by Oreo by the end of this episode, I don't know what will. But, uh, you know, life's good. Milk's favorite cookie. It's Milk's favorite cookie. What else are we going to talk about? My favorite cookie. Um, It's a salad's favorite cookie. Yeah. Uh, True croutons when you've got Oreos. I don't know what this bit is. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of milk and cream, um, Zach, do you want to talk about Starbucks and what they've been doing lately? I think just to give you guys an overview of the episode, this will be a little bit more of a lax sesh, if you will. I'm going to talk about a couple ads that have been popping recently, and then we'll uh, get you on your way. But appreciate you joining us today. Oh, that rhymed. Uh, <laughs> we're rhyming now, too. Wow. Uh, yeah, I could talk about Starbucks. So uh, today, I actually I don't know if it came out today, but I saw it today. Starbucks released a new piece uh, with Bill Nye, the science guy, oh, the coffee guy, going on the the nostalgia, the nostalgia, the nostalgia card. Wow, words are hard sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so they they brought on <laughs> <laughs> they brought on Bill Nye to talk about, um, or more so, explain how cold brew coffee is made, specifically how their nitro-infused cold brew coffee is made. Uh, It's an interesting piece. It kind of takes on the familiar feeling that you would have grown up seeing in his show. Uh, So it's it's pretty dumbed down on purpose because he's talking about all of the elements that make this coffee uh, whoa, as he likes to say at the end, because that's his consensus is that cold brew coffee is whoa. Uh, But he breaks it down kind of explaining what nitrogen is, why the bubbles are super silky and smooth, Uh, And all of that stuff on a pretty easy to understand level. And it really does mimic what the show used to be like that we all kind of grew up loving uh, as the theme song plays in my head right now. So it was an interesting little piece. It's about if you watch the whole thing, it's about four minutes long, but it's going to be broken into other little sections, each of them highlighting a certain feature about the cold brew that can be explained and put on social. I don't know if it's running on TV or not. Uh, To me, it looks like it's more geared towards social. I cannot confirm 100% if that's the case only, but it was an interesting piece. Uh, 
it definitely got my attention just from the headline. Yeah. The fact that Bill Nye was in, I immediately was like, click. Yes, I'm going to watch this. Uh, having worked at a coffee shop for a little bit that sold nitro cold brew, not on tap like Starbucks does, but sold it out of the can. I already knew a little bit of the anatomy of cold brew and kind of how it was made. So it was funny to see someone else explain it and explain it at such a basic level, but that actually made sense, honestly. Uh, and of course, back it by science as Bill Nye always would. But yeah, I know you guys both checked this out as well. What did you think? Well, of it? that's a good job of summing it up, Zach. And I just have a question for you really quick. So you referenced it. Um, wait, how does the theme song go? <laughs> Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. There you nah. go. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> anyway, that's beautiful. Um, <laughs> headphone warning to headphone users. Watch out. Um, I thought it was great. Um, it's interesting. Like, so it was done by the Starbucks Creative Studio, um, not a specific ad agency, although it was also done in partnership with Big Spaceship uh, for creative development and uh, Bullet, uh, B-U-L-L-I-T-T as the production company. And it's kind of, you know, here's the thing. I mean, like we're a nostalgic bunch. I think it's pretty cool. Um, and for, for the... <laughs> For like something like people already don't know what cold brew is. Like I know you worked in a coffee shop, Zach, but I think outside of like committed coffee goers, which aren't really Starbucks's audience necessarily, they probably don't really know what cold brew is still. And like for nitro cold brew to be a thing now, it's like, whoa, you know, I think it's kind of a cool way to like explain what it is and get people excited about the summer. Um, the spots are pretty fun to watch. I think the writing could have been better sometimes, but maybe that's just because I'm not young watching bill nye again because it definitely does feel like a yeah. bill nye episode but i thought it was good um, yeah. i thought the whoa nitro line that they keep using was pretty fun um but yeah i don't know it was kind of cool to see bill back in his old his old normal stomping ground <laughs> um what do you think cole i thought it was good he wasn't yelling at me about climate change this time <laughs> so it was a little bit more enjoyable <laughs> no, i do believe in saving the planet he just is very in your face about it but um <laughs> i i enjoyed the spots um i i agree with the trend i think that whoa nitro line i think is super uh super cool and it's it's nice that they're pushing that out across their uh kind of across the whole brand. Um, and I feel like it kind of fits with a trend or at least of things that I feel like I've seen at least where they've been trying to be a little bit more fun maybe with some of their branding. Um, you know, they're kind of not that I would guess I would call Starbucks stuffy by any means, but they kind of have a little bit, there's sort of an air of refinement. I feel like that they try to instill in the things that they do that sometimes they don't have as much fun, I think as other brands. And so I think it's kind of cool to see them doing this as a way to branch out. And also too, the whole thing of, you know, cold brew launched at Starbucks probably like two or three years ago, or I don't know, maybe even longer ago, but you know, there hasn't been a big push for it like this. And it's kind of interesting to see them really like pushing this as like, a big draw for them. So Mm -hmm. yeah, whether or not, hopefully, you know, it gets more people to drink cold brew. I had a cold brew earlier today. Um, not to be drink on an empty stomach, um, but (laughs) they will, will they'll get you going if you need it. It will make you vibrate if you do, yes. if you drink it on an empty stomach. You will you can you can hear me humming actually uh, a low frequency hum throughout the remainder of the day. If you're picking that up on your audio tracks audience, uh, don't adjust your TV sets. So was it a hum from um, the energy or was it a hum from the stomach? That's the real question. 
<laughs> I think it's just my entire body vibrating very yeah. quickly, but imperceptibly. Mm-hmm. As a writer, there have been a few times when it's gotten difficult to type when I've had like two glasses of cold brew. My fingers are just moving faster than my brain. Just is, hands are just twitching everywhere. It's like, oh. yeah, I'll be honest. That's a little bit scary. But to me, the, the interesting thing, Cole, that you brought up, yeah, cold brew has definitely been at Starbucks for a little bit. I think the nitro cold brew is newer, uh, especially on tap. So I think that actually just came out a few months ago, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but... It's still it's fascinating to me because I'd really like to know if the research behind this told them that, like you were talking about, a lot of these people that are drinking it or a lot of these people that go to Starbucks don't understand what nitro cold brew mm-hmm. is. Admittedly, it's even for someone who does know a bit about coffee, understanding how nitro cold brew and nitro infused cold brew are different is an interesting mm-hmm. thing. Uh, we actually it's funny. We just got a, a coffee bar in our office, a new and improved Ooh. one. Um, and we actually have cold brew on tap now at work and it's nitro cold brew from cartel, which is hey. a coffee shop here in Arizona for anyone who's not in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, shout out cartel. But it's not nitro. In, <laughs> it's not nitro infused. Shout out cartel. <laughs> so poorly <laughs> done on my Peter. part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like running two seconds behind you on the caffeine too. Jump it forward. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's a, uh, the, the cold brew in our in our office is not nitro infused. It's just nitro cold brew, meaning they use nitrogen to push it out of the tank, oh. uh, out of the tap, but it doesn't have it infused in the glass. And so I think that might be a, an interesting place. And that might be why that might be the reason behind why they decided to highlight yeah, so that is a pretty what big nitro infused cold brew is. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could easily get confused between the two of those things. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. I agree that like some of the writing, I think it, it, it lost a little bit of its steam at some pieces. Granted, we were watching, yeah, we watched uh, at least when I watched it, the entire four minutes (laughs) instead of the the one minute pieces that it would be in. But on top of that, regardless, if this is going on social and I see Bill Nye for a Starbucks ad pop up, I'm 100%. Watching it, you know what I mean, just because of the collaboration. Which I looked, that they have I looked and it's going to be podcasts, TV, and online videos. So if I hear okay, so it's going to be it's going to be two. I'm not skipping that shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a, like that's a, a good really medium. fun yeah. poll. Um, we should get him on the on the show. Yeah, you know? why don't we just get? I mean, like that should be. We've got the reach. Hey, hey, salad squad. Hey, hey, Leaf fans. <laughs> um, go to Twitter and connect us with Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make this is going to be a reality now we have to make get on it leaf lords <laughs> <laughs> all right uh I think, i'm I like, just gonna leave uh, that awkward uh, i had something else to say about this shit nitro cold brew is also more expensive too right so this could be a way of them justifying cool, though. i remember that. too i used to work at a barbecue place um shout out brian's and uh <laughs> the shout out episode um and one of the beers i had to serve was i think it was left hand brewing co and it was a nitro and i had yes to- that beer is actually really great it's a yeah i haven't had it because i was 19 at the time but um you know i to serve it i would have to take the glass and put it like 
so that the top of the beer bottle went inside the glass and then tilt it over so that essentially the liquid poured straight out of the beer bottle and it would push the bottle up as it filled the glass. And that was because of the nitro. You had to have it go bottom down to like mix it properly and have it all come up. So it was like a nice mixed drink. Otherwise it was like nitro Mm -hmm. and then like beer and it was like a weird combo and nothing was mixing. So it's kind of interesting. Like even that was like complicated and how you served it so it's kind of interesting that you know they're taking that and explaining it a little bit more for people so i get it because it's kind of a weird thing but it's cool yeah i don't know well and it definitely as i think cole was saying it's it's a more fun side of starbucks that i feel like we don't necessarily always see uh also i feel like we don't necessarily usually see ads from starbucks Mm -hmm. anyways um at least not not uh video ads or not TV commercials. They do a lot of social ads. They do a lot of images, but it's not all the time that we see uh, video ads from Starbucks in general. And so it, it is, it is nice to see them kind of take a gambit or take a stab at it and, and see what they can make. So yeah. I think it'd like be it. cool to see Starbucks do a little bit more of that. Cole, you touched on that too. I mean, they've tried to market themselves as the third destination you know what I mean? Over the, since they're founded, you know, and I think with that, it can get a little stuffy sometimes, but it's cool. The third destination. Yeah. Have you not heard that phrase before? No, that's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the third. Um, I learned about that in business school, actually. Shout out WP Carey. Um, <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, it's like, uh, you have your home, you have your office, and then it's like, what's that third destination that you spend your day at when yeah. you're at home or in the office? And so they're trying to get people to come and hang out Starbucks coffee. socialize there. Yeah. And so like think friends, right? Where they're all chilling at the coffee shop. That's what Starbucks mm-hmm. would like to be ideally. And maybe Bill Nye will help us get there. Um, speaking of though, um, kind of on a really related note, actually, uh, did both of you know that half of men aged 18 to 34 are likely to skip a night out with the guys in favor of either working late or just enjoying some me time? Uh, I did not know that. And it's not related to me. Someone been watching me. Is that what's been going on here? Um, <laughs> no, this is actually a study from old spice. And they think that that is a dumb excuse. Um, So they came out with a new campaign (laughs) recently from (laughs) Wideman Kennedy. um, Their long shout out Wideman Kennedy. Shout out Wideman Kennedy, Portland. Um, And uh, they essentially came out with like three different spots about men being rescued from like self-inflicted situations where they're just lying at home bored. So they had um, (laughs) a few different spots and all of them were kind of just killing me, but they had one called Next Episode, uh, which you can find on their YouTube. Oh, you can find all three of these on Old Spice's YouTube channel. But uh, in Next Episode, it's like a guy just chilling on his couch and like a friend breaks into the apartment and is like trying to rescue him to go out. And uh, it turns into this like battlefield-esque scene in the apartment where he picks him off the couch and is running through. trying to, And they end up jumping out of the window onto this the street. And I think one of my favorite parts is when like a toaster oven explodes or something and then pepperonis get thrown on the guy's <laughs> eyes. rescuing his friend (laughs) and then there's like yeah no go ahead (laughs) oh i was gonna say one other little detail like that also while he's running he he steps on the tv remote and then an explosion goes off (laughs) on the tv at one point he's like trying to to jump out there's a rope holding the guy that he's rescuing and it does like next episode in three two one and then he jumps out the window it's like that's pretty good and uh yeah i really like that yeah yeah, working late was oh, another I was one. Gonna say, Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, I really like that piece at the end with the, uh, the bathrobe getting eaten by the TV is he's oh, I know, right? making that final push out of the room. And also, I mean, the effects in this were just awesome. And all the little pieces that are going, going on around him are great. Right when he picks up the guy off the couch and he looks towards the window and the room just expands. I know that was cool. Uh, and it does that effect when it makes it look yeah. like it's it's gonna be the longest journey possible to get to that window and help him get out of there. Yeah. Uh, just the detail that they had in this was was great. It was really fun. Yeah. I completely agree. And yeah, they had two other spots as well, working late, where essentially a guy ran into a friend's office and again took him out a window <laughs> on an office tower and they got to the street and brought him to like a rooftop bar or something. They were partying out over there and then new dad where it was a dad on a Saturday going to bed at 8 PM when it's like, nah, it's the weekend. You can still go out. <laughs> um, so it's kind of fun to see those spots. And I think, uh, uh, the, 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 I want to read these numbers to you because in the Adweek article, they put some uh, some of the strategy and data backing their ads. And I want to know if you felt as personally attacked as I did when reading them. Um, <laughs> 79% of men agree they spend less time with their guy friends as they get older, with 92% of those saying they miss some of the things they used to do together. 47% of those who spend less time with friends say they miss talking to people who have experienced the same issues they have. And 44% say they miss spending time with someone who really knows them. And looking at the last 12 months, 31% of men said they've spent more time working late and 28% say they've spent more time binging TV shows, but only 13% say they've spent more time with friends. And as mentioned above, almost exactly half, 49% of men say working late and chilling alone are the usual reasons they're not going out with friends. So Old Spice thinks that they need a man intervention. Um, <laughs> and it's pretty freaking great. Um, so I like I like that. Essentially, Old Spice is capitalizing on the fact that our lives get shittier as we as we get yeah, and as we start working. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like it's also important to note because I think this is really the piece and the product that ties it in. Uh, the the line yeah, that they're promoting the is line. Old Spice Swagger um, uh-huh. because Swagger is one of their scents and it, they make it in I think all different forms. There's a deodorant, there's a body wash, there might even be like a shampoo. Uh, but the fact that it's Old Spice Swagger is the is the thing that makes these kind of fit so perfectly because it's talking about getting that swagger back and and going back out with the guys and out with your friends and just being social again, instead of, you know, being swallowed by Netflix and your couch. And and the line they use for it, never let a friend lose his swagger. I think is kind of a cool, cool little time with that too. Yeah. We must all answer the call. Oh my God. The call, the call, the the time. Another, another really, Another really fun piece. I know we talked about this just before we got on the air as we noticed um, the descriptions for all three of these are, are oh. phenomenal. Uh, specifically, yeah. the the one about the new dad who's laying on the or who's laying in his bed when his friend drops down through the roof. Mind you, everybody who's listening, he drops down through the roof and he's like it's hanging like about an inch from the dad's face. Uh, yeah, like a Mission Impossible thing. And he picks him up and he pulls him back up through the roof. And as he's pulling him up, his wife who's laying next to him says bring me potato skins or I want potato <laughs> skins or something. And the description for the, for the uh, video on YouTube is a potato skin recipe, <laughs> Stop. Which, which is awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Here, Zach, if, if you wait, if you read the first instruction, I'll read the last instruction. Uh, hold on. Let me find it. I don't even, I'm not, I'm not even on it. 
Yeah, well, Zach's pulling that up. For okay. those of you who don't know, well, go and look <laughs> at any Old Spice ad on their Old Spice YouTube channel and look at the descriptions. Whoever at Wyden and Kennedy is writing that is quite possibly my favorite writer of all time or my favorite writers. They are hilarious and they like, they'll just write with such a reverence sometimes to the spot and just kind of make fun of it. And like, They'll even be like, oh, you're still reading? Well, this part's really for the robot and algorithms to help us get more eyes on our ad. And then they'll just give random like tag words and keywords and stuff. And it's like, they're they're so funny. Like one of them even had like just a romance novel as a description, um, which is pretty freaking crazy. <laughs> if you've got an afternoon to kill, cool. go go to Old Spice's YouTube channel. That's awesome. Pretty uh, cool. I found the fantastic. I found the description. You talked about for the instructions. <laughs> For the instructions piece, it starts with number one, gently apply Old Spice swagger to ensure chef has the confidence to create a culinary masterpiece of modern cuisine. Oh my God. (laughs) Very important. And, And it ends with eat with your eyes closed and some cool crowd pleasing prog rock playing in the background. Oh my Lord. So leave you guys to find out the rest of that journey. Um, But one thing that I thought was cool about this, and it's something that I've been hearing a little bit more recently, uh, is um, kind of the way that this campaign is is structured is, you know, it's for guys, obviously, Um, you know, guys that are kind of, as we said, you know, as you were saying, Zach, as we get older, our lives get quote, unquote, shittier, whatever, whatever it is. And like, but what, brands are doing more and more so is they're capitalizing on life stages, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like this is totally an example of that uh, hitting on, you know, millennials that are starting to kind of, you know, settle down a little bit more and kind of hitting upon all those life stages uh, with because there's kind of, you know, different values from that set. Um, I know there's another, there's a lot of like baby brands that are kind of focusing on this, you know, kind of like millennial parenting and stuff like uh-huh. that. And I think that this kind of encapsulates that of like millennials getting older, which is, I think. Kind That's of- fair. And also too, like the whole, and there's a lot of trends that go into this, but also the whole like, oh, I'll meet people through my phone kind of thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people just want to hang out and not interact because they've kind of forgotten how to interact in some ways with people. So if friends are busy, like they'd be more likely to stay at home instead of going out to a bar and like meeting random people and just hanging out. And like, you kind of just find yourself in this rut of staying at home. I think it's kind of a, a definitely a smart tie. And even for the Gen Z generation to come up, cause it's such a, like a, uh, it's like Jonah cat. It's like you had said on our interview with Jonah cats. Like some people think that work is the new religion. And it's like, nah, we can, we can, we can have a good time too. <laughs> Let's hang out. Um, <laughs> I'm curious, an interesting piece to this, I'm going to ask you guys the question because I I have an answer. Does this make you want to go buy Old Spice Swagger more or does it make you want to get off your ass and go hang out with your friends more? Cole, you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Admittedly, it makes me, I already use Old Spice. I don't use Swagger, admittedly. um, (laughs) uh, You could say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, I, and I smell great. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. Um, but no, uh, I it, it just makes me want to hang out with my friends more, but it does give me a positive association to Old Spice, and I think I will continue using it, even if it's not swag. That's yeah, so. that's interesting. Cole, I feel like I just learned something new about you today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's true. I'm always learning. Um, I so I personally don't use Old Spice, um, but I will say every time I see an Old Ooh. Spice ad, I'm like, shit! Like this is so cool. Um, that like I have a very positive like sentiment with the brand. I just I don't know. I've just I I'm I'm very much like I like what I like, and I don't like to try new things. Sometimes when it comes to like like things like like I guess like like soaps and body washes or like a toothpaste for example you know but i will say that i'm very interested but it definitely made me feel like too like oh man i kind of want to get off my ass you know what i mean um especially the working late one because i was like you know especially when you're a junior employee in advertising you you do have late nights and you have to work late and i think it's important that even if you have to work late during the week you should force yourself to get up on the weekends so that you can at least enjoy life and socialize and like resync with people because mm-hmm. i think otherwise you trap yourself in like a little bit of a box so i think uh i think well, the scent and, of old spice is definitely leading me out of that box for sure and follow i mean your nose for the, the fun that <laughs> comes from i don't know i'm not a writer okay. <laughs> uh, they're in, they inherently go hand in hand too like these are not mutually exclusive because they if you're going to start going out more, you're going to probably be using more deodorant unless you're crazy or, you know, like unless you don't want to use your deodorant. So from my perspective, like for me, the motivation that I got from it was definitely much more so to go out with my friends than it was to buy Old Spice Swagger. Uh, I also already use Old Spice, though. Wow. So there's kind of I'm a, learning a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Trent. You got to you got to get on the bandwagon. I don't use Swagger either, though. I use Old Spice Fiji because it's great. Admittedly, so. like I have like uh, I have a bath. I have a mix. I have a mix. I've got like Olay, Axe, Bath and Body Works. It's just really a. Oh, you're all it's over all about place. cultivating a scent oh, from yeah. different, you know, around the world. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah, and Elon. I will say they came out with a new line that they haven't been advertising. That are like I don't know. I don't know what you'd call them. They're not botanical. They're like I have a mint one right now that I'm really enjoying. I don't. I forget what it's called. I can't go into the other room. I really like that. No, uh, we can wait, Cole. (laughs) We got nothing going on. (laughs) Um. Okay. Well, uh, in that case, I'm talking about Tundra uh, okay. with mint, fresh mint, never frozen. Oh, like uh, like Wendy's beef. Uh, and on the back contains the freshness of mint and crime fighting oh. sharks. That's right, health inspector guy. We put them back in there. <laughs> so that's awesome. There you have I it. I liked their 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 um their their um was it last year. Um, their whole like luxury, like luxury in air quotes, because it was like nicer scents and stuff, but it's still at a normal price that they did. Whereas like we make sense for men, and it was the yeah, it was like the Marco Polo one and the 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 French spot that they did for the Grammys. Oh that, that yeah, one. The captain, yeah, the captain that one was actually in all French, yeah. <laughs> mind you, like yeah, not in English, which was amazing. Spot. Oh my god. Um, I remember we talked about that in AdWorks. I remember and that. in Salad, I think that was one of the first episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys. Um, yeah, you know, you know, Zach and I have talked before. Um, <laughs> Old Spice and us go way back. I guess I'm the fake fan, though. Um, that's what I've learned. I don't know, but yeah, it's kind of a cool spot. I think Old Spice and Wyden have done a great job of 
Um, and like, like I, I, I know people that have worked on this account and I think the thing I've taken away from them is, you know, that's old spice is always trying to find ways to create culture. Um, and you can find ways to inject yourself into it, but they're always trying to lead the way. And I think that this is another cool example of that. And I think it's a good example of a brand that has maintained its relevance because it's always finding ways to really push boundaries and like find smart insights and capitalize them on a humorous array that like really relates to their audiences. And like a lot of their campaigns have targeted women as much as they have men, you know, and it's kind of, it's mm-hmm. cool to see the the creative like excellence that's been going on with it. And um, what's the insight behind that trend? Um, why, why are they targeting women? I know what it is if you don't. Have- Oh, well, yeah. So, what's that? so what I was referencing, what Zach's referencing is their like original one with, I forget the guy's name, but the the one actor on the horse. Do you remember his name? Yes. Isn't it like Mustafa or something? I don't remember his name. It's yeah. It's like, yeah. It is Mustafa something. Yeah, Mustafa something. <laughs> um, last name something. And um, yeah, it was essentially that women typically are the ones buying the, the yes. stuff for men. So target the women um, and get them on board, which is where the scent awesome. like, you know, like, the scent your man could smell like or something like that. Well, and also every single one of those starts with hello, ladies. Yeah. Like it literally starts talking directly to women, which was, mm-hmm. they've always been so good. Like you said, with, with really finding interesting insights and using them to create awesome creative, which is, I mean, the goal yeah. of advertising. Which but final shout out, shout just, out Craig Allen so well. for being one of the creative minds behind that campaign. Shout um, out Callen. Shout out Callen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, which is still doing great work for Cliff Bar too. I don't know if you guys have seen the new spots coming out, but they're pretty funny. Mm, I'll have to take a look. I haven't seen any of the new ones. Yeah, there's a new one that just came out with kids that was like, kids don't have as good of imagination when they're hungry. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know, so check that out too. But yeah, you guys got anything else on your plate this week? So, I mean, how's how's LA been going? How's Molin Cole? How's Lavage Zach? Life doing good? Life is doing good. <laughs> I'm not doing good, but life is doing good. No, I'm just hey, true that, my man. No. <laughs> you know who's doing good? Finn, your dog is freaking huge. Yeah. I was my dog I is terrific. Uh, I have a golden doodle. Everybody, yeah. uh, he's the cutest dog on the planet. I was on Instagram and I saw him. You holding him on like an Instagram story. I was like, that thing is bigger than Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely yeah, he's, he's pretty big. Cole got to actually meet him this weekend. That's what yeah, you're referring to. I did for the first time. It was he was quite adorable. He's quite lanky, but very friendly, and he likes to pretend he's a human Aww. and stand up on his back. It's, it's very cute. It's the best kind of a dog is a human dog. <laughs> actually, like, you got to keep her there, Zach. <laughs> oh man! Well, awesome. Yeah, I uh, think. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, things are yeah. Oh, one thing I want to call out too, really back. quick, just as a side note. Um, McDonald's has a new, you guys remember the out of home ads McDonald's did last year that were in Canada, I think from cassette or something like that. And it was the arches, it, they cropped the arches so that it was made yeah, in directions I'm, off the freeways. I'm literally looking at this right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's TBWA Paris oh. came out with one that kind of is similar to that where they used their French fries to give directions to near McDonald's. Um, so there's one where it's like you have the fry at the bottom, like eighth of the image centered. 
and then the lines go out. So there's there's seven different French fries, essentially yellow lines. It's like very minimalistic. And like, for example, one says straight ahead and it's the French fries just going in a straight line, almost like a tire mark all the way off the page. Another one's like U-turn. So like the fries go up and they curve and they go back down to the bottom or like third exit at the roundabout and it goes straight, curves a little bit and then goes like almost like a third exit roundabout on a Google Maps. It's kind of cool. So they're more like minimalistic out of home ads to to direct people again. And part of me is like, uh, it's kind of just ripping off McDonald's Canada, but it's really cool. And like, it's fun to see them being okay with using what would normally be like a sacred brand item that you shouldn't mess with and like using it in a creative way. Well, that was part of the, they just went through that whole rebrand. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, it, and McDonald's just got a piece of really just too, switched but... up their identity. Yeah. yeah, they got a pretty big piece of business. Um, and so it's it's interesting to see because this new these new pieces remind me so much more of that than what they've been doing previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's 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 interesting for me to see it happen. And also to your point about it kind of being a ripoff, um, in my opinion, they've done it much better this time than it really? was last time. And so I don't really mind it. I didn't like the last one. I like the, I, th- I think the idea was a cool idea, but the execution I didn't like, I didn't think the arch did a very good job of, of showing it. And I, I just didn't like it that much. So I think this granted, it's the same idea shows it in a much prettier and a much better way. I mean, that's fair. The ads are great. Just being me, but I think, um, yeah. And that's, what's interesting too, is like from an ad of home with the arches, it was so clear cut. And that's the only thing I'm wondering for like an outdoor piece like this, they're all like vertical pieces too. So I'm wondering what the placement looks like outdoor. Cause we only saw the could be like a bus. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's something like that. Um, Cause admittedly, I don't know much about Paris outdoor uh, placements. <laughs> um, my bad. Well, we do know that 25% of them are generally the unused <laughs> every year. During the holidays. Oh <laughs> yeah. We're back to that French <laughs> airline right there. Uh, um oh i i like them too i think they're much more aesthetic i yeah. think that's the big well and that's, that's the, the thing i think the the but also it's a little the bit concept like behind fingernails you know they get really long <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even see that girl. until right now <laughs> um it, it for me the concept and the ones that you were referencing from I, last year was so strong and it was a really brilliant concept and they were so simplistic just using the arch to show the direction that the mcdonald's was i wonder if it's because um, it's more freeway place versus like a bus shelter or something on like street traffic yeah i'm sure that had something to do with it because it was easier yeah. directions before when they were just using the freeway ones based on this has like roundabouts in it one of them is like third exit at the roundabout um but to that point i do really think that these ones are more aesthetically pleasing than the other ones were because i think parts of it were were tough to understand yeah, sometimes it would have, it would have been one of those things where you would have needed to see it actually in action because that would have, that would have been the icing on the cake to determine whether it worked yeah. or not. Um, but just like from seeing this and seeing the one from last year, I think this one. Looks yeah, it is. It is really, really freaking cool. Again, I think it'd be funny if like, you know how Google maps, you can change your car. It'd be funny if McDonald's did a partnership with them where they changed the car into the fry box and they changed the blue line into like a yellow line. So it's like fries leading <laughs> over. You're like driving the fry box essentially along your path. It'd be kind of funny. Not that that would ever happen. Wow. Well, we're uh... <laughs> 
just because we're on the topic of McDonald's, did you guys see the McDonald's and Burger King ads that oh went up God, uh, in Belgium? Yes. The, both of these were really funny. It was McDonald's put up an ad that said, served by a king or served as a king. <laughs> Discover our table service at McDonald's. And it was uh, obviously poking fun at Burger King because McDonald's is now offering table service and Burger King uh, was not, which was a really interesting yeah. piece. Um, but then Burger King put up a new ad right next <laughs> to that one um, that said, why try and roast when you don't even flame grill or something? I don't remember the exact verbiage on it, but they just roasted them back. Uh, I think that's what it said. And it was just, they're sitting right next to each other. So it was like long McDonald's ad right next to it was this Burger King ad and they were just roasting so each other. Uh, and that was just a really fun, <laughs> really fun piece. Who do you all think won that? I think Adage <laughs> had like the Adage fan voting had um, or reader voting had Burger King winning that, right? But what do you, who do you think? I, I you like Burger King. See, I disagree. Um, I think that the reason I disagree it's it's kind of hard to to pick one because one Burger King Burger King's went up second. They had the chance to respond. And so like I feel like that always leaves the that sort of positive feeling in your mouth towards that one because they get to do it second, so they get to yeah. have the last word. Um however, the reason I like the McDonald's one more is because Burger King does stuff like that all the time at McDonald's. They're always coming up with ways to bash McDonald's. They're always coming up with different things to make fun of. McDonald's rarely ever flexes their muscles like this. Uh, and they walk a fine line because they're the leader in this space. And whenever you're a leader in this space, you can't really have that sort of scrappy underdog mentality. You can't really poke fun at everybody. It's like, then you're the bully. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas when you're the underdog, you can make fun of whoever you want to. So finding the subtlety and making a piece that was a funny jab, but wasn't just a roast uh, is, is very, very challenging. And that's why I like the, the McDonald's one more because it's something that you don't necessarily typically see from them. Uh, and I think they did a really good job making fun of Burger King. Without yeah, taking I, I totally agree. I think like the, the Burger King one is great, but like, honestly feel like I just thought the McDonald's one was so smart. Cause first of all, it's on strategy as far as like different offerings they have and differentiation between the two. And also it's just like, it's just, is kind of like, Ooh, like it's cool to see McDonald's coming at them like that. And I don't know. I want to see if McDonald's responds yeah. or what's next. Like, I think the smack talk be between brands is really funny and I'm not quite sure the cultural insight leading to it, but it's like as to why we love it so much, but I, I am all for it. And, uh, it's cool to see. It reminds me, though, of another. I was talking with Zach about this off mic, but it reminds me of another classic where I think on Black Friday two years ago or three years ago, McDonald's accidentally posted a tweet that was something like insert Black Friday tweet here. And Wendy's like immediately responded on Twitter saying like when the tweets are as broken as the ice cream machines, <laughs> which just goes down to one of my all time favorite smack talk responses. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. Wendy's, Wendy's is the best. Gotta be careful. Yeah. We'll try to roast a McDonald's too if you're frozen, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
It's good. It is. It's fun to see. And we've talked about it before, but it's fun to see the innovation in the fast food space. I mean, it's crazy right now. The the amount of shit going on between Wendy's, McDonald's, and Burger King. Um, Like, wow. That's cool. And Burger King is really kind of running away with it right now, I feel like, even though Wendy's has, like, social down. Um, But it's cool to see. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. The world's the world's gone pretty crazy. You hear today, uh, Lil Nas X took over Twitter. He's Wait, uh, what? I'm the CEO of Twitter today. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, is uh, he's pretty ascendant, I must say. Went to the top of the charts, and now he's at the Wait, top of the company. <laughs> Wild. No, he, really? he did a takeover for Twitter. I also saw he's getting sued right now because apparently someone's saying he sampled their beat and stole it, which I thought everyone knew that it was a sample anyway. So Mm. it's a little bit confusing, but that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I thought because he got it off of a website. Apparently he tweeted some cryptic tweet about like, if anything happens to me, just know I love all of you. And I was like, um, (laughs) like you good? (laughs) Billy Ray got you. (laughs) How many remakes? Uh, I think the, the sewer, the, the people behind the lawsuit just got to giddy out the way and, you know, let music happen. Giddy out the way. Giddy gotta go. Giddy go home. <laughs> <laughs> giddy gotta get a Jetta. <laughs> um, oh my God. There you go. Uh, so, you know, better get a Jetta. But uh, with that in mind too, I think we're going to wrap up for today. I'm going to get some food myself and... You know, not well. I am staying in tonight, so I'm not following the old spice logic, but it's fine. I'll, I'll go to the, you know, I'll do something. I'll go to the gym or something. We'll get, we'll get you <laughs> out of the house this week, this week. Yeah, we'll we'll do something this week, Cole. Um, but yeah, all right. Good talking with y'all, yeah. and good uh, good being here with all of you salad fans today. Uh, all you salad folk, um, salad lords you want to be called we'll call you that just let us know on instagram or twitter at salad underscore podcast and uh, thanks again for listening we'll be back at you with more content next thursday same time same place and uh yeah good good talking as always it's been fun hanging out with all of you out there mm-hmm. all right um hey last minute thing sign up for madness www.madnesstrends.com <laughs> I, I, I haven't said it in a couple of weeks so i had to say it um I send out a report every week that covers some of the most compelling stories in advertising. It takes about a minute to read. I promise it'll make you smarter. Um, hopefully. So I guess I can't promise, mm-hmm. but I think it'll make yeah, you smarter. Yeah, the balance is like you look well. at this and it kind of dumps you down a little bit. So then go read Madness Trends to kind of like get your sanity <laughs> back after listening to us babble for 40 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And uh, I guess with that, have an ad week, ladies and gentlemen. Dwarner, 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 dwarner. Good word. <laughs>